When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. My name is Travis. Got my brother Quentin here with me. That was Static X playing a sin, and that is who we're talking about today. This is our sidetrack episode for Corn. We talked about Corn's uh, first four records. We talked about new metal and uh, the the rise of new metal in the late '90s and into the 2000s. And this band that we're talking about today, Static X, is considered a new metal band. So, Q, do you remember that song? That was called "Push It." I've never heard that song, dude. Are you sure? I, if I have, I've forgotten about it. But I was into it, dude. Well, my head there you go. was a banging. Yeah, man. Uh, did you look like Wayne Static? That's the name of the lead singer. <laughs> and if you if you uh, just Google just Google Wayne Static, and some of you may remember this, but uh, he looks like he he just basically took. I mean, he had to use an entire bottle of um, what the hell was that stuff called that everybody used back in the, L.A. L.A. Looks. Remember that? Oh yeah, that. L.A. looks. The stuff that, that turned gel. your hair into like a fucking cement building. That's right. Yeah, he basically looks like... Um, I mean, it looks like he put his fucking finger in in the in the electric outlet, you know? Yeah. I think that's probably the whole fucking well, point. Well, it's called static, so that's the whole <laughs> point. <laughs> anyway, so Static X, what makes them uh, different than Korn and some of those other new metal bands that we talked about last week is that they also have the industrial metal flag attached to them. So industrial metal uh, is sort of characterized by like sampling and sometimes like a like a club music like pulse to it, you know, like electronic music pulse. Yeah. And um, so I think nine- and so so this album came out in ninety nine. Right, so this is right, dude. That's right when, in the thick. That's of, when electronic music was getting big. That's man. That, yes, Everywhere. that's true. And also, that's that's when Corn was, you know, at the top of their 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 fame and success was in, in yeah. 1999. That's when Issues was out, so they had already seen all that success with Follow the Leader. So, uh, you know, 
Static X. I don't remember this X. song, dude. I do not remember. Well, this Push was their. It. I think this was their. This was their. Their huge mega hit, if you can even call it that. Because if you don't remember it, then obviously it was. I don't remember it. Man. That big, but I, I don't remember I, it. I definitely remember it. But anyway, uh, I think when you think about industrial metal, I think Nine Inch Nails is kind of the. Yes. You know, they're the biggest name in that genre. Yeah. Although they're kind of more industrial rock electronic rock but you know static x is definitely more metal and i don't really know why they get the new metal flag but maybe that's just because they they were in that that era of like late 90s metal that was that was you know alternative metal it wasn't traditional sounding metal and you can definitely hear the industrial side of it when you listen to some of their songs. Um, but anyway, we're going to get right into it. This is going to be a quick sidetrack episode, as all sidetrack episodes should be. Quick and dirty. So let's let's play... I've got two songs for us today. First one is off that same album that Push It was featured on, their debut album called Wisconsin Death Trip. Uh, this song coming up here is called I Am...
So I got to ask you, dude, how, what part of that is not metal to you? Oh, I never said they weren't metal. Oh, okay. I said, you I, said I, you're wondering why they're, they're thrown into the new metal category. The new metal. Like why specifically do they get the uh, new metal tag? Yeah. But I, I think, gotcha. you know, because I, you know, like, I, like we were saying with, with corn yeah. and with new metal specifically, it's, it's metal, but with like funk, funk and hip hop and, and hip hop. Yeah. Right. Okay. Now, I, you know, I think when you listen to him, you know, he, he, he sings his lyrics in a very like, like percussive, like very quick, quick manner. And maybe that's Mm -hmm. why, or maybe just because like I was saying earlier, you know, this was just, they came out in in the late nineties. They were a metal band that didn't fall under like the traditional metal, like tropes, you know what I mean? So that's probably why, but, uh, well, dude, you know what this is making me think of? Uh, so our very first episode that we launched this podcast with was Alice in Chains, but we were very close to doing an episode on Bush, which for some reason got thrown into the grunge category, which I would not put them in. Well, in that yeah, they came out like on the tail end of it. Remember? Exactly. Yeah, they just happened to to you know get burst on the scene yeah. around that time. Maybe that's why. So, uh, here's just a little fun fact here. Wayne Static, again, you know, the founder of Static X, the lead singer. He was in a band uh, with Billy Corgan, uh, a.k.a. the frontman of Smashing Pumpkins, before uh, he formed Static X. And Billy Corgan was also doing Smashing Pumpkins, so he he was in like two different bands. And as Smashing Pumpkins began to get more and more successful, Corgan shifted all of his attention to Smashing Pumpkins and like left this band that him and Static X were in called they were called Deep Blue Dream. That's so terrible. Dude, that's almost as bad as the name of the band that I was in in high school. D- dude, it's close. And you know what? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty damn close. <laughs> Days old dream. Deep blue deep. dream. Dude, that's bad. They're both bad. Well, you guys didn't have Billy Corgan in your group. Yeah. So that's so true. So anyway, uh so here's another interesting thing that I literally just found out about today, and that's why we're gonna play a second song. So this is this is a true sidetrack right here, what I'm about to play. Because it's tied directly to corn. So Mr. Wayne Static was contacted by Jonathan Davis of Corn in two thousand two. Here's why. So Davis was signed on to provide the soundtrack for the movie Queen of the Damned. But he had some contract limitations with Sony and was legally unable to perform the music that he had written for the film. So he reached out to a number of different like metal vocalists, Wayne Static being one of them. So Static sings the vocals on a song that Jonathan Davis wrote for Queen of the Damned. And when you listen to it, it sounds like he's doing an impersonation of Jonathan Davis. It's really funny. So anyway, this song is called Not Meant For Me.
Yeah, that sounded like a corn song, man. Yeah, I mean, I it, guess it was. It, yeah, I mean, it, you can definitely tell that it's a song written by JD. Uh, yeah, and it, like it sounds like the corn stuff that he was writing in 2002. Because I was talking about the um, the album Untouchables by Corn that came out in 2002. So like his writing style had changed a little bit, and that definitely sounds like it could, it could have been like a B side on untouchables you know so what's funny is when you look at the rest of the artists on this record like you can tell that new metal was still at the height of popularity because you've got papa roach on here you've got chester bennington which is the lead singer from from lincoln park on here yeah you've got Damn. uh deftones who who we talked about last episode because he he sang or he rapped on the uh ice cube cover the corn did yeah Dude, uh, this album was just chock full of that stuff. Exactly. Man. Now, that's the thing. Like 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 what I was saying, uh, you know, Jonathan Davis reached out to all of these metal singers. So that was just the, that was the time, man. But anyway, uh interesting, right? Cuz you even commented last last episode on how you thought it was funny how Jonathan Davis uh pronounced the word me, right? <laughs> Boy. You, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there you go. Like here's Wayne Static singing a song written by Jonathan Davis, and he just he does felt, it the same. Way. I guess he felt like he had to do it. Yeah, but I thought that was a weird choice. I mean, to me, it's like yes, it's written by Jonathan Davis, but he should have sung it like Wayne Static sings. You know what I mean? Right. I was gonna say like what what did, did Jonathan Davis like specifically tell him, dude? You better sing this like I do, or I'm gonna be pissed. That's what I'm saying. Like, did he have like the doubt it? Did he have like the little doubt uh, it. you know accent marks above the e and stuff? <laughs> yeah, like on the lyrics sheet that he gave him. But anyway, yeah. So well, I'm into it, dude. I I like this stuff, man. Well, so so go to yeah, definitely listen to Wisconsin Death Trip is what I would say because uh, okay. it's a it, you know if you if you liked I am and if you liked Push It. That record is is a pretty good, just pop it on and, and rock out kind of album, you know. Yeah, it's funny, dude. He, this he does look familiar. I, like, I guarantee I, you, you've seen a photo of him before, because or a music video or something. Yeah, I just that, don't that, remember. That look is pretty hard stuff. to or to forget. You know what I mean? Yeah, we'll have to put some kind of image. Oh, well, I guess it's a sidetrack, so we'll yeah, throw we'll an, have image an image of, of the band up there on yeah. our website. Cool, man. So there you go, another another new metal band from the late nineties. And another song written by Jonathan Davis. Now let me ask you this, dude. Maybe you maybe you know this. What's new metal like today? Apparently, there's a resurgence of it. Um, but obviously, I mean, and, and it's the case for most rock and metal bands. It's just not going to get any mainstream attention, you know. Yeah, I feel like kind of like we touched on the late '90s and, and early 2000s was this. I feel like it was the last like period where mainstream music was was you know just a mixed bag you know because we had talked about how yeah. uh total request live was you had anything from tom green's bum bum song <laughs> to any number of different boy band and and you know britney yeah. spears christina aguilera and then you had blink one two like punk pop corn i mean it was you a really interesting stained. time stained yeah, dude. For music, and and that was like, you know, that was our our heyday for music back then. So yeah, I feel like there's you know there's a resurgence of a lot of different 
metal genres. I, I, you know, the, the funny thing about metal is that it never stops being popular. It just doesn't. I, I feel like it's it's again like the late '90s seems like it was '90s and, and into the 2000s. That's when metal had sort of its moment, you know, as far as like even with Metallica. Right? That's what I'm saying, Metallica, and you know, there were grunge rock you know grunge rock had varying degrees of like metal undertones like we talked about alice in chains i mean they were sort of a, a metal group as well you know so yeah but anyway metal is always popular metal always has a following um but new metal definitely kind of came and went but apparently it's making a resurgence i haven't listened to any new metal bands out there so i couldn't tell you any new new metal bands that's right new new metal yeah um but I'm sure they're just, you know, piggybacking off of what Corn and these other groups did back in the 90s, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, next week, dude, we're getting into some air. I want to say we're going to pull another 180. Yeah. Um, That's what we like to do around here, man. We like to keep you guessing. You never know what we're going to play. <laughs> I'm really excited, dude. Uh, so, air is this French electronic music duo. Um, and we're going to cover their 2004 release, Talkie Walkie. I'm pumped, dude. Yeah. I it's it's going to It'll be nice to get back into some uh, some sort of chill electronic music, you know? Yeah. I feel like they're like a mix between like a like a Kings of Convenience and a, and a yeah. electronic group, you know? And dude, they're like Kings of Convenience mixed with Tosca. Yeah. And if if none of that means anything to you. We've covered both of those bands in the past. So go back and listen to those episodes. Get pumped. Get yourself in that mindset. Yeah, it's going to be good times, man. Yeah, I'm excited. And they, uh, if you've seen the movie Lost in Translation, um, they have a, a song from this album called Alone in Kyoto that pops up on that soundtrack. But we'll get into that next week. Um what do you got for an outro for us, dude? We're just going to listen to some more Static X. Uh, why don't you play Bled for Days? We'll have that play us out. That's another single. So Push It was a single. Uh, Bled for Days is another single. So we'll just have this play us out. So, cool. So this is, again, this is Static X. And uh, that was our sidetrack episode for this week. Go to our website, nofillerpodcast.com. You can check us out on iTunes or SoundCloud as well where you can find all of our old episodes. We've got like 60 plus episodes now, so there's plenty of content out there. If you like what you heard today, uh, go back and, and peruse our catalog. And uh, we are confident that there is another group or artist that we've covered that will pique your fancy, tickle your fancy. <laughs> tickle your earbirds. Ear tickle your earbirds. All right, so this is Bled for Days from Static X, and my name is Quentin. And my name is Travis. We will shout at you next week.
With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 